This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly sponsored by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. As a city supporter, we know you value delivery, and McDelivery is up there with the very best. You'll always be winning with McDelivery because just like Kevin De Bruyne, McDelivery puts your order right on a plate. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered as well. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for you tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We are skipping the waiting room and paying an early visit to the dentist as Manchester City begin the defence of their Premier League crown at Vincent Company's Burnley. Will the visit to Turf Moor be a routine checkup for the Blues or will James Trafford make City look toothless? E by gum, football is back. It's Friday, the 11th of August. I'm John Ashley. I'm Andrew Detmer. I'm Joe Ritchie. And this is the City Report Podcast. Premier League is back, boys. Joe, how are you doing? I'm pretty good, John. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you later today, actually, to watch the uh, the the game and, and play some golf after. So can't complain on a Friday in that sense. Looking forward to the season. I think it came fast. Um, I mean, obviously, the season ending, you know, mid-June was a little unorthodox, but I think I'm, I'm ready for the season and year, what, eight under Pep? So it, it should be an exciting one. Should be indeed. Andrew, how are you, mate? I'm good. Um, I'm wondering where my invitation to watch the match and play golf got <laughs> lost in the mail. Um, but other than that, you know. Yeah, uh, we we arranged this very, very last minute. Um, this, is, this will be the second game in a row that Joe and I have watched together and the second Premier League game in a row that Joe, that Joe and I have watched together. Um, we're just summer friends, fair weather friends. I think is, is, is the phrase. <laughs> Wait, did you guys watch? All the, smile. Did you watch the Champions League final together? No, I said Premier League. We watched. Oh, uh, well, you know, you said second the, game. Uh, in a, that's where I was confused. We watched the Community Shield. It was a game. It was oh, a preseason game. Okay, it was well, a game. okay. Um, all right, today on the pod, we're going to be looking ahead to tonight's game, Burnley against City. Uh, and then after the break, we'll be looking at some transfer rumors, particularly uh, Lucas Paqueta. All right, let's get rolling. Burnley versus Manchester City. City 
first up to the dentist um is it is it more or less of a dentist now joe than it used to be now that vincent company is in charge this episode is brought to you by fx's welcome to wrexham celebrity owners rob McElhenney and ryan reynolds small town welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion these two hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working class town in wales to glory fx's welcome to wrexham premieres september 12th on fx stream on hulu I think it's less of a dentist, but it is a little bit more daunting, especially to me, first game of the season against a newly promoted side that had such a good season is not worst case scenario, but very, very less than ideal. I think it was, what, two years ago, um, Arsenal against Brentford, first game of the season, or maybe it was last season, I can't recall. It was two seasons um, ago, and it was their first season in the first match in the new stadium and under the lights. So there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. If you're Burnley, right, there's nothing to lose. And if you're City, I mean, I guess in some sense it's, it is just the first game. But I think I think there's going to be a lot. Um, you know, it's going to be a great atmosphere. Obviously, company's got a lot to prove. I think there will be some handshakes before the match. But once that whistle goes, it's it's going to be full on battle. So um, I, I I wouldn't say I'm overly confident, especially in recent years. City haven't been the quickest start in the Premier League, so um, it, it won't it won't come easy. That's for sure. All right, so maybe not the dentist then, Andrew. Maybe like going to yoga for the first time in a while. <laughs> uh, City going to be stretched in ways that they do, really don't want to be stretched tomorrow at Turf Moor? I, I don't know that I would say we're going to be stretched. I would imagine that, you know, look, company did a phenomenal job of turning Burnley, who collectively no fan of any club not named Burnley wanted to watch a match involving in for several years prior even including Burnley fans I think Probably. well I mean the, the the season prior to this I definitely imagine a lot of Burnley fans wished they didn't have to watch their team play but you know he changed that style but you're the teams that typically dominate the championship the way Burnley did oftentimes can struggle to ad- adapt because they have to change their style of play to survive in the Premier League now I do think going in Burnley's favor this season is that there are several really bad teams, both that have come up with Burnley and that survived last year. So I think they do have a little room to experiment and stretch themselves. And I think you see that with some of the signings they've made that they are looking to maybe try to reestablish themselves right off the bat. But I would imagine this first match, the last thing that company wants is to have his new team under the lights, get absolutely shell shocked by Erling Holland and company just, you know, blitzing them for five goals. So I would imagine they're going to not necessarily go full park the bus, but I don't think we're going to see Burnley try to take it to us. Interesting. We'll talk about City's lineup in a second, Joe, but it, it, for, for me, this Burnley team coming up, the way that they dominated the championship last season remind, and, and the way that they won it, the, the football that they were playing, Reminds me a little bit of Kevin Keegan's City back in 2001, 2002, coming up, you know, obliterating their nearest rivals, who for the longest time were Burnley, uh, and then coming up into, into the Premier League and, and finishing, I think it was ninth that season, that, that, that kind of that bounce back to the Premier League season. So do you see them struggling as much as maybe Andrew is? Do you see them in a relegation battle? 
I definitely don't. Um, obviously, there's still a few weeks left in the transfer window, which could change how they set up and how other teams do. But I think that, like Andrew mentioned or alluded to, the other two teams that got promoted in, in Luton and Sheffield United, I just don't think are cut for the Premier League. Um, Sheffield United actually just sold one of their best players to Burnley. So um, it just it, it feels like the Premier League's in a really weird state where there's more money than ever, more spending than ever from one through 20. But at the same time, it feels like this season, there's going to be a bigger discrepancy than ever between more or less the top 10 and the bottom 10, because I think there's going to be a scenario where probably 12 through 20 at any point in the season could be near relegation. Um, You look at the likes of West Ham palace who are, you know, perennial mid table teams that I think have really had, unusually um, poor off seasons and seem to be getting a lot of their talent posts, which is a, you know, what we're seeing with all the money, right? The top teams have even more to spend. And it just, it just feels like the amount of quality is oddly dropping off at a time where you'd think the league would be getting more competitive than ever. Whereas I think Burnley are going about it the right way in that they're making shrewd signings that, you know, they don't need to be spending a ton of money to try to make a splash. They're trying to balance their squad buy for the present and the future um, and I'm sure we'll talk about a couple of their new players, you know, a little later on. But I think that they'll float somewhere around 13th to maybe as, as high as 11th. I don't think they'll crack the top 10. But again, I just think some of the teams below them just won't be as well coached, um, have the cohesion that they did from last season. You know, they've managed to retain a lot of players. So I think that they'll be in a good position. OK, let's bring it back to City then, Andrew. How do you see City lining up tomorrow? Rumours this evening, uh, or yesterday evening, sorry, that Ruben Diaz may not travel with the squad. Uh, and so that's what one defender down. Obviously, uh, the likes of Laporte, Ake, and uh, Guardiola also said that Guardiola is ready to go. Uh, Akanji as well. How do you see City lining up tomorrow? I mean, I think if it's if Diaz is fit to go, he's going to, play um if he's not fit i don't think i mean pep's just not going to risk it that this early in the season thankfully uh center back is a position that city are blessed with uh an accompanying of riches uh so i would imagine we're going to see the kind of three two four one type lineup that we've seen city go with um you know i i would guess that if diash isn't ready to go it's going to be walker gavardiol and Akanji, or, you know, flip those two in defense. And then you'd have kind of a, a pivot of Stones and Rodri. And then your attackers slash midfield options, my guess is we're going to see Grealish, Bernardo, Kovacic, Foden, and Holland. Maybe Alvarez is in there for one of those other two. But I, I mean, I think it's the lineup kind of picks itself at this point just because of KDB still not being ready to go. We haven't signed uh, Paqueta yet. And I, I just don't see, you know, Holland's going to start. So I think that kind of fills in every other position itself. Um, and obviously there's zero chance a guy like Cancelo starts. I don't think Rico starts either. So, Okay. It's interesting uh, that you, you kind of think we'll go with three and, and Gvardiol will be one of those three. Joe, first Premier League game, uh, first game for a new side as well um, f- for Guardiola. Do you think that 
City might actually revert. They, they kind of played more of a four, I would say, in the in the Community Shield on Sunday. Do you think for the for Guardiola's sake, it, it's going to be better for him to have someone with the experience of John Stones alongside him in a kind of more standard back four than trying to get him to play the City way, even though he has some experience of that from the get go in a very tough opening game. Well, it's funny because I, you know, we've been talking in our uh, group chat in the past couple of weeks and I said that, you know, I think what Vardiol signed on officially on a Saturday, I was putting out a, a fairly bold take that I thought he was going to be in the squad for the Community Shield. So it's going to sound a little ironic when I say I actually don't think he starts today. Um, I think that he's firmly going to be in the squad. I think he'll travel. I think there's actually a role for him to play. But my hunch is that it'll be... Um, Walker and Stones on the right, and the double AKs and Akanji and Ake on the left. Um, you know, we've obviously seen Akanji play kind of that left back role or left center back, outer outer left defender. We don't, I don't know what we do anymore at the back. I just call them defenders at this point. Um, but he's played that recently, so I think Ake, if Ake is ready to go, to me, you start him. Um, obviously, you're not facing maybe the attacking threats that you would have teams at the top of the table. But I think we've talked about the risk that you have going to a newly promoted side crowd's going to be behind them. I, I just, it's not that I don't think Vardial is up for it. I just think it makes sense to go with the, the defenders that just want you a treble. Um, so I, I pretty much stick with that for as far as how is it, how it plays. I, I think because Burnley will likely sit back more, I could see a scenario where stone sneaks up into midfield. We're going to see a lot of Walker going down the wing. So at, at times it's going to be more of like a, two or three i don't think there's there's going to be the need to sit three or four deep um and then you know midfield i think you know rodri's the lock right we, we know rodri's the lock um we know that Grealish and holland are probably locks i think the question then becomes who plays with rodri in midfield and who's your right winger and that might be a question that we have most weeks um i personally think that kev starts i think that kovacic um actually goes to the bench i think foden starts and I think Bernardo starts um, again this is a game where you can probably be a little bit more attack minded without going all out um, and I just I think we saw what happened when Kevin Foden weren't starting uh, last weekend we lacked the creativity our creative outlets of Walker coming from defense weren't enough Grealish wasn't really able to get into the game like he normally does so that's what I would opt for little room though for kind of easing our way into the season, Andrew. We've got the Super Cup, the UEFA Super Cup coming up next Wednesday and then a massive home game this early in the season against Newcastle, who will be looking to impress. Who, for you, is going to be the key player for City tomorrow or should be? You know, I think there's a lot of options you can go with, but I think that for me, when we're talking about the very first game of the season... We maybe haven't hit our full form yet. Um, not everyone's fully up to speed. Like we saw last season, there's one man and uh, one man alone who can uh, ensure that City get three points in a game that they aren't necessarily performing well in at the beginning of the season. And that is one Erling Brat Holland, who I think will probably want to uh, kick off the season right, score against an opponent. I don't know, did he score against them in the... He got a hat, okay. he got a hat trick against them last year. Yeah, so I guess he, he has scored against them before, but it's not in the Premier League. So, you know, go ahead and uh, get those points against... Or get those goals in in the Premier League books against Burnley and, um, you know, get City those three points. 
Not against James Trafford, though, and we're going to talk about that after the break. The NFL is here, and it's all about the sweet offers from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code FIELDGOAL to sign up. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. We're back on the City Report podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and generally follow us on all your social media platforms. Joe... Before the break, we talked or we alluded to uh, James Trafford. Um, Twenty million, I think, the fee would be rising to uh, if if he succeeds at Burnley, uh, moving from City to Burnley this summer after a clean sheet Euro Under Twenty One <laughs> campaign for England, including a save penalty in the last second of the final. Really hope City don't get a penalty tomorrow. Uh, that, uh-huh. that is meaningful in any way shape or form both city and arsenal selling their goalkeepers or, or a goalkeeper to the the teams that they are playing in game week one matt turner uh, ended up at, at nottingham forest this week do you think there's any chance of that backfiring as far as just selling him in general you mean to, to... I, no i i mean i mean literally for this game oh no i i don't um so i think that at the end of the season Trafford wound up playing 30, 30 plus starts for Burnley in the Premier League. I don't think he starts today. Um, I was actually discussing just briefly on Twitter with um, friend of the pod, Will Lancaster, who's a Burnley fan. And um, he he was talking about how strong former City goalkeeper Marich's preseason was. And he thinks that for the first game of the season, just based on he's been with the squad for a couple years. He had obviously a longer preseason. He thinks that he's going to be the one that actually gets the start um, against City. Just a little bit more experience. And I think it's at the same time too, you don't want your record goalkeeper signing to have his first game be getting potentially blitzed by City, right? That's not a that's not a great look for him or for confidence. So I, I actually think that Merch will be the one that gets the start. You could probably still ask me the same question. Could that backfire in the sense that he was a former City keeper? But um, I... I I'll be interested to see in the reverse fixture at the Etihad uh, later in the season. I think that's when we'll see James Trafford. But I think for the first couple of matches, it'll likely be Merge and that. All right. Predictions then, boys, for City against Burnley. And before we go to some transfer talk, Andrew, what do you think the score's going to be? I'm going to go 3 0 City. All right. Confident as ever. Joe. I'm going to say 2-0 City. Um, hopefully the start of many clean sheets this season. Okay, I'm going to go 2-1 to City. It's going to be a nervy one, unfortunately. It would be nice to have a nice easy start, but I don't think we're going to get that at Turf more tomorrow. All right, let's briefly talk transfers before we go. 
lots of increased chatter around Lucas Paqueta and a potentially imminent move from West Ham to City. Figures of eighty-eight million pounds potentially rejected by West Ham being banded about. Uh, also, some chatter yesterday about Cole Palmer going the other direction on loan as part of the deal. Andrew, how are you feeling about this? What do you think of the fee? What do you think of the the deal? Like, is it worth it? So, uh, my reaction to any transfer never revolves around the fee because one, it's not my money. <laughs> Two, the if you start talking about fees, we're just that particularly if you're talking intra Premier League team transfers, the numbers are always going to be astronomical because the Premier League is the Super League and they are the only ones with serious money. And most teams do not need to sell more than maybe one player uh, each season to kind of keep operations going, unlike teams on the continent who oftentimes need to they have a good player, they need to sell them right away because that's their only way to fund their operations and buy the next set of players. So the fact that we might have to pay 90 million pounds for Paqueta, like that doesn't bother me. Um, I'm not concerned about it. What I look at is I see a player who is Premier League ready, who is similar to if we were going to sign someone who can kind of do the Bernardo thing where he could play on the wing or in midfield which is Federico Valverde. Paqueta does similar things and plays in a similar way in that he gives you defensive contributions, but he is also very creative and attacking and can kind of just play based on the skill set. And he was great prior to coming to West Ham. He was great for West Ham, but I think he's one of those players that you surround him with the type of talent that he would be surrounded by at City, and he's just going to kick on to the next level. Um, And if it means that we get him this season, it takes a little while to bet in but we at least have him and then Bernardo does leave next summer that's honestly ideal because it means that the quote-unquote Bernardo replacement is ready to go by the time Bernardo leaves and it would be a very brightened way to handle that transfer so if we can get the deal done I don't really care about the cost I say do it okay Joe I want to ask you specifically about Paqueta's transfer in relation to a couple of City players or one former City player why did City not kind of push the boat out a little bit more for someone who is probably going to play a lot of the same similar roles that Ilkay Gundogan played in the squad. You know, what, why didn't City go a little bit further with their offer to, to Ilkay Gundogan, even though obviously there is an age difference there, and I appreciate that. And then that there are these rumors about Cole Palmer being involved in the move uh, in a loan capacity. Do you think that that is a good move uh, for Cole? You know, we saw him do really well at Wembley on, on Sunday, but his best position also happens to be where Jared Bowen, who's probably now West Ham's best player and but certainly best attacker, now you know that's where that's where he plays. So, do, do you think that's a good move for, for Cole, for City, for West Ham? Um, yeah, how about that? Yeah, so I'll start with the, the question about Cole. I personally, he's he's got a lot of suitors this summer. Um, there was even a report yesterday that. Brighton offered £30 million to buy him outright, which when you think about how little he's played for City is incredibly high. I, I, I rate him very highly. I actually wish he would stick around. I don't love the idea of him spending a season at West Ham. Um, I just think that... You don't you don't love David Moyes? I, I don't love David Moyes. Um, I just think that the, the type of football they play compared to 
again, earlier in the season, we, he was linked to, you know, Deserbys Brighton. He was linked to Leipzig. He was linked to sides that play more attacking, free-flowing, but also tactically disciplined setups. I'm not so sure that going to a side like West Ham, where, yes, they may not play, you know, going against a, a parking the bus team every week. Sure, that, you know, it gives them a little bit more room to roam. I just don't think a, a manager like Moyes is going to get the best out of him. And to me, that's the biggest thing. It's not so much the quality of the team, quality of the league. I just would like to see him under a, a very competent tactical manager. So I'm not in love with that idea. I pray that if he does go, it's just alone as reported. Because again, I think he's... I, I try not to be like too hot takey with him, but I think if he hits the ceiling that I think he can hit, he'd be a guaranteed starter for City in a couple of years. I, I rate him that highly. Um, as far as kind of the Gundogan Paqueta uh, question, I think, you know, the Gundogan thing as a fan, I think it's easy to get frustrated when you see even, you know, depending on how you view Kyle Walker, right? You know, they're offering him who's older than, than Gundogan a two-year extension. And then the reports are that they only offer Gundogan one. And you ask yourself, well, it feels like Gundogan has a longer career at the top flight. That feels a little weird. What I'd say about that is, one, he went out as a treble winning captain. And I think he had an opp- opportunity to go join one of the biggest clubs in the world. A totally different challenge. Still a, a side that's challenging for multiple trophies each season. Um, I think that one's just kind of a, any other scenario. You can probably ask questions. But in this case, it is what it is. I think for kind of the profile of Paqueta, I align with a lot of what Andrew said. I think that, to me... On face value, a casual fan will think that this is a vast overpay. I would argue that he is one of maybe three players in the world who fit the profile of what City need this summer. What I might, what I mean by that is he fits your left-sided eight position where Kovacic has played in preseason, but he's not going to offer the goal threat that Gundogan did. He's not going to arrive, uh, you know, the late runs into the box like Gundogan did. Paqueta will. He has the defensive contribution. So if need be, Rodri was talking about rest this week and the presser. You want to sit Paqueta next to a Bernardo Silva, a Rico Lewis. If things hopefully get better, Calvin Phillips, he can do that. If push comes to shove right now, Jack doesn't have a backup at left wing. I think he can do that. It's not a role that he's really played much, but I think he can occupy that type of role in a pep system. So for me, he's the perfect fit for, again, what City need this summer. I think he, he kind of kills two birds with one stone in a way. And in that sense, I can justify City spending you know, significant amount of money. I also don't believe the numbers that are being reported. I think we need to look back to the Vardiol transfer. There was, you know, rumors from uh, a similar journalist who was leaking some of those numbers today saying it was going to be upwards of 120 million euros. Clearly we know it was far less than that. So I think we just need to sit back and trust in, in the board and, and cheeky that, you know, it sounds like it'll get done and um, they'll, they'll find a fee that's fair for, for the club. And I think we'll get a really good player in. Thanks, Joe. Somewhere in there, I think Joe Ricci called me a casual fan. <laughs> <laughs> then again, he is the John Stones paint trophy champion. Congratulations for that, Joe. Thank you. Um, well done. Uh, sorry for any spoilers, but if, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back, listen to his his victory uh, over Adam. I won't say anything, anything more than his, that at this point. I, I'd say his crushing victory. Well, I didn't want to say that because now now they don't get anyway. Um, <laughs> hopefully we'll see another crushing victory for City at Turf more tomorrow. Uh, hope you, well, sorry, this evening even. Um, I can't get used to these Friday games. 
All right. Uh, Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Joe. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you for the review show Monday morning. Make sure you're geared up for Man City's end-of-season running with McDelivery. Great food delivered right to your door. By using McDelivery, you won't miss a moment of City's crucial running, and just like Kevin De Bruyne, they deliver your order exactly where you want it. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants only, 18 and plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply, see mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.